It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. That's right. It is time to line them up. Welcome back. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you. Looking at a full day in Major League Baseball, just four days away from the MLB trade. Then we'll do some football later this hour. Russell Baxter, profootballguru.com, longtime NFL research, will join us. The latest on Deshaun Watson. It looks like something might be happening with the Watson situation down with the Texans. And we'll get to some uh, NFL quarterback over-under passing yards coming up. But, Joe, we got a baseball day today. Um, and not a full slate, but some interesting games out there. And let's start with a doubleheader we have today, Mets and the Braves. And, I, look, we know where the Mets are. The Mets are in first place. The Mets are buyers. It's a matter of what they're going to do. If they get pitching, Chris Bryant, they're, they're going to add something. I don't know what to do with the Braves. The, the Braves are interesting in that they're still there. They already bought, right? They got Jack Peterson. They got Stephen Boats. Small buys, but they're trying to keep afloat. They just split with the Phillies. I feel like a bad week. I could see a pivot from the Braves back to seller yeah. status. Like they, they could move Charlie Morton. That they could affect this market. But Joe, if they play well this week, you know, and the Phillies don't for some reason, like why are the Braves not trying? They, they might be the team. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at with uh, with Heyman there. It's strange that we've all been waiting for someone to make a move on the Mets, and only the Phillies are going to buy. Right? Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. Only. The Marlins sell because they're way back and it doesn't really matter. And we've got the Nationals selling because of the losing streak that they just uh, went on, or maybe they'll continue to go on into this week. Uh, they're playing at the Phillies today. That's odd. I would be looking to buy if I was one of those other teams. But the problem is um, y- you want to have that other option. You want to have the wild card option. And this division is such crap that nobody has a chance at getting one of those wild card spots. All, all the playoff spots in the National League, uh, well, via the wild card, are going to the same division. They're going to the NL West teams. So I understand why teams are torn a little bit. But man, if my job was on the line, if uh, if I might not be the general manager next year, I don't care. I'm going to add in this division. I'm going to add the Mets are still the Mets. Of course, let's, let's go. Degrom is still out, and Lindor is still out. So you know, yeah. we'll see how how they stay afloat. So we have a doubleheader today. Um, it looks like Marcus Stroman will pitch the first game of this doubleheader. He's been good. ERA at two point what five nine. He's been actually really good for yeah. them this year. It, I, I'm waiting to see his K prop come out. It's it's always interesting with Stroman. The Braves can strike out, and they're, they're obviously without some of their better players, Noah Acuna, um, and some of the guys they've acquired are, are strikeout guys. Stroman is weird in that you look at his numbers, I'll say the last two months, Joe, it's almost a strikeout per inning. And he's he's got a pretty good number. I think it's 47 strikeouts, 53 innings. But he'll have these strange games where he'll strike out eight or nine. And then he'll have starts where he has zero or one. He's he's hit or miss when it comes to K-props. If the number is manageable today with the seven-inning game, if it's around four and a half, I would probably take the over today. Mets don't even have a listed starter for game number two. They do not. It sounds like a bullpen game. Yeah, I saw Bryce Wilson for Atlanta in game two. Uh, Kyle Muller. I understand why you would jump on the Mets here, but am I going to say, yeah, I'll take the Mets in a seven-inning game at minus 165? No, I'm not going to lay that sort of a price. But what I do find is interesting, maybe it would uh, help you lean towards the team total. This Mets offense that we've been criticizing all season long, listen to them since the All-Star break. They are arguably the best offense in baseball. 
Uh, they are number one in way to runs created plus, third in batting average, third in OPS. So that's something that you might want to bet on, maybe with the team total, some other way, possibly a run line, but probably not. It is a New York Mets run line in seven innings I'm not all that comfortable with. But uh, this Mets offense has been on fire. So, th- so that would be a case for backing them. And if it is a bullpen in game number two, who knows? That could be a pick or maybe they're an underdog. Well, it's interesting with the offense mentioned with the Mets. Two things stand out to me there. One, they got Conforto back. They got McNeil back. That was always going to make a difference. Alonzo, Joe, have you noticed Pete Alonzo and Juan Soto? Because all these stories over the years, like the, the home run derby ruins your swing. Alonzo has been totally locked in. And Juan no, Soto, no garbage. one can get him out. It, it's unbelievable. Um, the other thing is, and I don't think people in New York want to say this, but their offense has been better since Francisco Lindor got hurt because Francisco Lindor wasn't hitting this year. Again, $340 million hasn't hit. Right. So they took him out, and their replacements could not have been worse because he really wasn't hitting this year. You're right, they are hitting. Uh, Joe, speaking of offense, another NL East game tonight. Over under 9.5 with the Nationals and the Phillies. Feels like an offensive game. Uh, Spencer Howard's going to mm-hmm. start for the mm-hmm. Phillies. He was actually pretty good last week at Yankee Stadium. They, they called him back up because the Phillies are having a ton of COVID issues and injuries at the pitching staff but he's only a 60 pitch guy and he comes out of the game after two or three innings even though he's a starting pitcher so that means it's a bullpen game for the Phillies it's, it's basically a bullpen game and Joe Rossi on the side that feels like a, a night where runs will be scored okay so you're hinting at it are you agreeing with me over nine and a half is yes. the play yes okay good good has to be uh and and there's some reason uh to back this up not just the starting pitchers but uh since the all-star break even though the nationals can't close down a game ninth inning they blow it yesterday against the orioles to get swept on the road ugly stuff there but they're hitting since the uh second half began they are number two in baseball in batting average number two in slugging two in ops they are top three in on base percentage way to runs create a plus and joe ross stinks against your fills man what is going on they are hitting 385 they have a 459 on base against joe ross offense they kill him and and how about juan soto he has made citizens bank park his personal playground since he got to the big leagues he has about a 1200 ops at citizens bank park since he got up to the big leagues a couple years ago so he's been amazing Phillies can't get him out anywhere, let alone in Philadelphia. This feels like a game tonight where runs are scored. I have no idea who wins the game. I would stay away from that. How hot is it? How hot is it there? Oh, well, the the humidity is like I woke up this morning and I walked the dog at like 630 and it's 99% humidity. I'm like, I'm I'm just sweating. Is it going to fly out in the morning? Does it fly out when it's hot there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It it really goes. So tonight we get some offense. Um, Joe, AL East game. That's a big one. So last week, Boston went to... I was going to say Toronto. They went to where? They went to Buffalo maybe last week? Because the Blue Jays are heading back home, I think, after this series. They finally get to go back to Toronto. I barely know where I was last week. I know. but (laughs) This game's in Fenway Park. I know that. Uh, It is Thomas Hatch, who we saw last week, against Nick Pavetta. Uh, Boston, minus 140 on the money line. How about the over-under this game? It's 11 runs. It just goes to show you, uh, these are two offensive teams in Fenway Park tonight. Uh, What are the Blue Jays? On that on that line, the Blue Jays are plus one twenty. Yeah, and it might be better elsewhere. Earlier, I've asked this earlier this morning when I took a look. It wasn't uh, posted on the board. Uh, Pavetta sinks against Toronto. Mm-hmm. It's terrible against them. They're hitting uh, three sixty two, an OPS of nearly eleven hundred. 
But it's tough to back Thomas Hatch, isn't it? Isn't it? So such little information there. I, are you gonna go? Thomas to Hatch sounds like a, a guy that signature might be in the Declaration of Independence. Like, it's who made did up. Thomas Hatch come from? It's made up. It's made up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, is he on Clue? I have no idea. What? What's the total? Feels like a lot of runs. Eleven. It's eleven runs. Ooh, yeah, that's. It is tough, tough to go over that's that number. Tough. It is tough. Like, it's not a course. It's at Fenway. It's not a course. But you got Pavetta against Hatch. I can't go over 11. I can't bet on the Blue Jays. I want to because of Pavetta's history against Toronto in that tough lineup. Uh, but it's it's tough. Would you to go first three Hatch. innings over first three innings over three and a half? Would you back it early? No. <laughs> no, it's, it's a tough one. First three. I'm gonna back away. As difficult as that is, I understand why the total is so inflated. All right, look, let's hit a game, a matchup that we always c- kind of like, and that is the White Sox going up against a lefty. And the White Sox coming off of a a pretty big series. That was interesting. The White Sox Brewers on Sunday Night Baseball, that that had to be one they changed, uh, you know, the schedule to get to fit that one in. And, and it was good. But, yeah, but now it's the White Sox Royals. Mike Miner on the mound for Kansas City. You know, whenever I see the White Sox against a lefty, you feel pretty good about it. I will say, though, uh, they don't dominate like they they have over the last couple of years. It's, it's well, come down a Robert, little bit. Robert yeah. and Jimenez. When those guys come back, I think it goes back to Aloy should yeah. play tonight. That's right. Should play tonight. Get that Aloy bump. Get that narrative rolling. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad play at all. Um, e- even though the numbers aren't what they once were, they're still third or fourth against lefties in, in most metrics. Keiko, uh, his home run to fly ball rate is actually pretty pretty high up there. But um, Salvi Perez has been terrible against Keiko. And so if he's he's clearly been one of their best hitters this season, that's worth mentioning. And like Miner stinks. And now he's going against a great offense. His ERA mid fives, fifth, mid fours. I, I'm trying to figure out why the White Sox are only minus 125 on points, but. By the way, Eloy plus 230 to Homer. In his oh, return. That's a Plus joke. 230. Let him get joke. his feet wet. God. I, I would take a look at the White Sox, so here. Yeah. Salvi's also plus 230, but you mentioned he struggles against Keiko. Though Salvi's been on fire. I, I haven't looked at Salvi's slugging percentage against lefties this season. It has to be ridiculous. I mean, I know you backed oh, up for a while. I did. I did. Yeah. Um, I saw somewhere he was listed as out, so I, d- I don't know if that's accurate. Obviously, the lineups aren't out this early in the morning. Uh, also, uh, Keuchel is really good against the Royals. They're hitting only 220 against him, 271 slugging, 25 Ks, 8 walks. Uh, another reason to, to back the White Sox. We got a Shohei Otani game tonight, Joe. We have the mm-hmm. Rockies at the Angels. Actually, a really good pitching matchup. It's Herman Marquez, who you know was so bad to start the season, and for the past th- two and a half months, he's been unbelievable. And the Rockies said they won't trade him. And then Otani on the mound, home run yesterday. He pitches tonight. I haven't seen an Otani K prop yet, but I, I, if you get the Rockies out of course Field, you can, you can. That team could be had, both with just, you know, just shutting him down runs wise, and you could, and you could strike him out too. Yeah, um, the Angels minus one sixty. How do you feel about that? I mean, this Rockies offense is the issue. So now we've got Otani when he's on on the mound, like. He's, he's one of the tops, yep. and you're going against a terrible offense. Uh, since the return from the All-Star break, their way to runs create a plus 29th in baseball. So <laughs> they're a team you probably want to go against. I'm not sure that I'm going to be on this game. I, the Otani K-Prop, the problem there is they always inflate it because people are going to bet on him, just like the Six home run number. Six and a half, if we're fine at that. Six and a half. That's not 
It's not that it's not bad. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've seen we've seen seven and a half with him earlier this season. I, I I was expecting it to be at seven and a half. I'm probably not going to bet it. Uh, they have not struck out a ton. They're right around twenty percent uh, in the second half of the season. So they haven't struck out a ton right. this year, even though they're a terrible offense. So not something that I'll be betting. Yet here's something that I, I did want to mention earlier um, that I was looking at. Even though there are a limited amount of games, only nine games today. Uh, if you want to look at the K props, I think you should look at a lot of these unders because I'm looking at the bottom six, seven teams, almost all of them, as far as lowest strikeout rate on offense, almost all of them are in action today. Atlanta striking out only 16% of the time. Toronto only 17% of the time. Washington, Detroit, New York Mets, Colorado, all down there. You might want to look at some under on these K props today. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Pavetta struggles with the Blue Jays. Like, if you think there's a pitcher out there who might get hit early and the team he's facing doesn't strike out much like Toronto, that's Pavetta right. just stands out as an under tonight, whatever it is, probably five and a half, six and a half, because, you know, he gets some strikeouts. Whatever it is, I, I probably would lean the under there. Um, any Anything else we didn't mention? There's an ask, how about Astros Mariners? The, Mar- the Mariners won't go away, Joe. We mentioned them at the All-Star break when we, we talk, kind of talked about the second half. They just what, they won three out of four over the weekend against the A's. They're one and a half out of a playoff spot. Their run differential is still minus 50-something. And, and I saw the story last night. They're interested in Whit Merrifield. They're trying to become a buyer here. Uh, yeah. That's probably the one game tonight late. That you I'm, meant Seattle, right? Seattle, sorry. Yeah, yeah Seattle. Like, they're still in this thing. They're actually they're, they're the first team below the two wildcard spots. They're, they're one and a half back. I'm watching I, that tonight. Astros Mariners. I don't know what to do with them. I don't, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I'm just going to – yeah, if, if they say they're looking for a contact hitter. They, they think they can make some sort of a run. If they do that, I'd say kudos. Well, everybody else is looking to sell. It's all about rebuild, big picture, big picture. Go ahead, go for it. You think there's a spot available for you? I mean, that would be um, during the in the earlier stages of, well, I don't know, it feels like they've been rebuilding forever. But it, nobody was expecting them to be here, right? No. no they're, they're yeah. supposed, this is years away. The, the funny part is it seems like the Mariners and Phillies are both going to be aggressive here. They they own the longest playoff droughts in their respective leagues. Phillies yeah. haven't been there since 11. Mariners haven't been there since, what, 01? Like, well, once you start getting to 20 years, 10 years, these teams get desperate to just make the playoffs. Uh, so I'm taking a look at – so the Pavetta K-Prop is – where are we? Five and a half. I would go, I would go under. Yeah. I would too. I would too. Um, Matt Manning, this Tigers starter today. Oh, by the at, way, you missed it last week. When you what? went on vacation, the Tigers didn't lose. Did you notice that? They won. I, like, they had one of the greatest records for a team with a losing record out of the break ever. And I was like, they're going to call Joe in Detroit. And, bring <laughs> on the show. and then they lost over the weekend, yeah, right? Yeah, they, they yeah. had a little tough weekend. Man, they're so such a streaky team. So this Matt Manning K-Prop is at two and a half today. It's extremely juiced to the over, but my God, like two and a half. Should the Tigers be plus 150 at Minnesota? Should any Major League Baseball team be plus 150 against Minnesota? at the, When they started the second half, like you mentioned, the Tigers swept them. Right. So why are the Twins minus 170, minus 180? I mean, they're ahead of Minnesota in the standings. What are we doing here? They've been better than Minnesota, basically, for the season here. What, what is happening here? I'm, I'm taking Tigers plus money. It's official. <laughs> Matt Manning, bet. I'm in. Russell Baxter, pro football guru. He's going to join us next. We'll talk NFL. What is going on here with Deshaun Watson and everything on Russell's mind? Training camps are open. 
We're talking about it right here on BeckQL Daily on the BeckQL Network.